Thanks for tuning in to Organic Matters. Now for a few, for this portion of the show, I'm just going to do a few factoids. A couple of different things that don't even quite tie together, but they're both things you should be interested in if you're into organic gardening. With warm weather and summer, as far as I'm concerned, actually here, the one thing that comes up, especially when we have our little rainy spells, are fleas and ticks. I'm anti-DEET. You can go to all the consumers' reports. You can read all you want. They can tell you how safe it is. But if you go into independent studies from a number of universities and other places, uh, being from South Georgia, I'll use this word, it ain't a good idea. What you want to look for that does work, because a lot of the botanicals are ripoffs also. They put stuff in them that sound like they're great, but they're proven not to be very effective. But there are some that are as effective in general studies as DEET and one heck of a lot safer for you, your children, especially young children, and in some cases, your pets. Let me recommend a few by name, but first what you want to really be looking for on the label now, it has to state this is one of two things. One is a plant-based repellent that really works and works very well. And it's called picaridin. Let me spell that so you'll know. But you'll know once you see it. Picaridin or picaridin. P-I-C-A-R-I-D-I-N. Picaridin. P-I-C-A-R-I-D-I-N. The other proven natural product that seems to work very well on some people is called oil of lemon eucalyptus. Oil of lemon eucalyptus. They actually shorten it. It's capital O-L-E. It has its own acronym. In the right percentage, about 30%, so it takes a pretty good load. Works very well for most people. Picaridin works the best at 20%, but there's one from the off family, and I don't usually like off, but there's an off family care insect repellent 8, they call it, with picaridin. And it's only 10%, but seems to work as well as, or better on some people than DEET does. It's first about the same amount of money, so you're not saving money, but you're certainly putting something, especially on your children, that's safer than uh, DEET products. I don't usually recommend brand names, but these particular products are difficult to find. So I'm going to give you a few names that if you find them, they've already been tested, even by Consumer Reports, which basically thinks DEET's the best thing on earth, but they have recommended these following products. Natropel brand tick and insect repellent and Sawyer brand premium insect repellent. Next is the Off Family uh, product that I mentioned, Off Family Care Insect Repellent 8 with Picaridin. And then there's a couple with the uh, Lemon Eucalyptus I mentioned, that 30% that is considered very, very safe and very, very effective. One is Natropel or Natropel Lemon Eucalyptus Insect Repellent. And the other recommendation is Rapel, R-A-P-E-L, Lemon Eucalyptus Insect Repellent. So those are ones I'd trust that have been tested by independents rather than, you know, the people that make them and would be safe for your children. And I think a heck of a lot better to have around than, than DEET products. Look up the MSDS, Material Safety Data Sheet, and some stuff on it. It goes through your skin. It's not supposed to be put on children. It tells you to only not to put it on you directly on your skin, but to put it on your clothes. Anyway, if you read all of it, you wouldn't put it on your kids. Anyway, those are my recommendations. And yes, mosquitoes are around all the time, but, but the real important times are dawn and dusk. 
few hours either way, of course, late at night, depending on where you are. But the point being is uh, do it ahead of time. <laughs> You've already been nailed a half dozen times, a little bit late. We're in the first part of the show today, a little different. There's an old song, Parsley, Sage, Rosemary, and Thyme. I'll try to find it so we can play it to begin this. But anyway, we're going to run through these four herbs. I think you'll be surprised that we just think of them as condiments to taste or to add flavor or savory to dishes. But there's a lot more to them than that. Parsley is one of the world's most widely used herbs, at least one of them. It's an essential ingredient in many dishes. In modern herb medicine, parsley is suggested to help clear urinary tract disorders, including urethritis. Parsley is also used to treat kidney stones, calm indigestion, and help stimulate normal menstruation. Chewing parsley leaves is also a time-tested method of fresh breath. That's why they always leave it on your plate at a number of restaurants. That's supposed to be the last thing you do, and it's good for you, except I don't see a lot of people using it. Fresh parsley is widely available in supermarkets, health food stores, and they sell as tinctures and as capsules if you don't want to just use the real product. Parsley seed is produced just on a small scale in a small part of Eastern Europe. The tincture is generally just an alcohol extract, okay, and they use parsley dose at about one to three milliliters, taken three times daily. You can also get it at, also you can also get it as capsules for 50 to 900 milligrams of leaf, all just powdered up into a capsule. If you want to make a tea out of it, you just take a cup of boiling water. Put some fresh, oh, about, they say usually about three tablespoons of fresh parsley leaves. Let it stand, oh, five, six minutes and strain it and drink it. Good for you up to three times a day. Of course, you can sweeten it if you want. I use stevia. Some people can use honey whenever they really want to just change it a bit. It's a, it's a bit bitter by itself. You might want to watch if you're uh, pregnant or going to be pregnant. They don't suggest you, or that at least you limit the amount of parsley that you intake uh, if, if you're a pregnant lady. The varied effects that parsley has on the kidneys even warrants a little caution. It really does clean them out. may be good for you, but if you're having kidney trouble, you may want to look at that first. And for some of us, and it works for me, it's a really, really good way to drop blood pressure. Eating a normal amount of parsley each day is a, some uh, doctors say is as good as the pills they give you to lower your blood pressure. Parsley may Actually, with a few people, react with sunlight and cause a light skin rash. So if you eat your parsley and get a little, especially I like I go out biking, uh, you might watch for that. Other than that, it is a well, well thought out, used for thousands of years herb that uh, generally is uh, really good for you and should be a healthy part of your diet. Well, the next herb on the list in the song is sage. Sage is a seasoning herb for poultry and a lot of other savory dishes. Sage is also an effective treatment for sore throats, coughs, and colds. Sage tea has long been used as a remedy, often as a gargle, and scientific studies have confirmed that this herb is highly effective for relieving sore throat. Sage exhibits antibacterial activity, which may explain its use for gastroenteritis and for other minor gastrointestinal, or what we call GI tract infection. 
And sage is easy to grow at home from seeds or cuttings. Sage likes a loose, well-drained soil without too much moisture. The majority of the world's sage supply is wild harvested in the coastal mountains of Croatia and over in Albania. Fresh and dried sage is available in most grocery stores. Supplements and tinctures can be found in almost all of the good health food stores also. The amount of sage consumed as a culinary herb is safe, but do not exceed above recommended doses. Alcohol extracts of sage are not to be used internally for more than a couple of weeks, and a tincture diluted in water and used as a rinse or gargle is perfectly safe. Give sage a try. I think you'll love some of its flavors, especially if not used it regularly on poultry, and in general, just another good, healthy herb. And next in the song is a savory-smelling, very widely used herb known as rosemary. And this particular herb is really, really an herbal medicine multitasker. When applied to the skin, rosemary essential oil has been shown to exhibit antibacterial, antifungal, even antiparasitic, and an actual analgesic property. It is also used topically to treat muscle pain and arthritis and to improve circulation. Germans Commission E, which examines the safety and efficacy of herbs, has approved rosemary use for these conditions. The best way to obtain fresh rosemary is simply to buy a plant at the gardening center or grow your own. It grows very well right here, very easily. It is produced commercially in Spain, Portugal, and France. And there's uh, a number of countries where it's, all, it's in its own natural range and they just pick it in the wild. Creams, ointments, and salves, many topical products contain various concentrations of rosemary's essential oil for skin conditions, such as, again, bacterial and anti and fungal type infections. Apply daily to skin, joint, or muscles as per manufacturer's direction. The essential oil is used in aromatherapy to enhance mental focus. To apply the oil topically, mix about 10 drops in an ounce carrier Olive oil works great, or jojoba, I happen to also like avocado oil. Add one or two teaspoons of dried rosemary leaves in a cup of hot water and cover it. Let it sit eight or ten minutes. Then strain it. You can drink it. It's perfectly safe. There is a general recommendation that you don't overdo it, again, if you're going to be pregnant. So another good herb, really widely used. I don't think there's a place anywhere within the sound of everybody's hearing this that doesn't have rosemary ready available for your use. And the final and useful herb in the group is thyme. Like sage, thyme is one of uh, those several really fragrant herbs that doubles as a spice as well as a medicine. Thyme's aromatic compounds help to relieve coughs, probably in two different ways. Thyme is an antispasmodic and an expectorant. Two fancy words, but they make sense meaning that the herb not only calms coughs, but also helps clear bronchial mucus. It is also antibacterial and antiviral. Hope you enjoyed that part of the show. Uh, Something to close out with, I do a little different. I'm going to do a quote. Humankind has not woven the web of life. We are but one strand within it. Whatever we do to the web, we do to ourselves. All things are bound together. All things connect. I wish I would have made that up, but I found it, but I think you'll be surprised. That quote is from Chief Seattle, 
the year 1854. Thanks for staying tuned here to Organic Matters.